Hello and welcome to this edition of Community Connections. I'm your host, Chuck Curlin. Today, we are with the president and CEO of the King of Prussia District. It's Eric Goldstein. Now, Eric, a familiar face. You've been around here a few times, but for people watching this program for the first time, give them an idea of what the King of Prussia District is all about and how it was put together. Sure, so we are a business improvement district. We were founded in 2010. Um, by Upper Marion Township. So the way that a business improvement district is created is through um, municipal ordinance. And then uh, once we're created by the township, in this case, the Board of Supervisors at the time, they spin us off as a private nonprofit organization. We have township representation on our board, but we operate sort of independently um, with a mission that was um, you know, given to us to be a catalyst for economic development and job growth in the township. Now, yourself, how did you wind up getting involved in the organization? Uh, so I'm the founding uh, president of the organization and, you know, through a hiring process, but I do have a background in business improvement districts. So previously in my career, I ran the uh, University City District, downtown Philly, mm -hmm. um, and I've done other sort of related things. And my, my background in education is in landscape architecture and urban planning. So. Um, that's what attracted me to the, this particular position and was lucky enough back in 2011 to be hired and be the first employee of the organization. And has, has expanded since then, correct? It's expanded, uh, yeah, a lot in, in so many ways. I mean, obviously, we're not one employee anymore. Right. We're not a huge organization. We're only six people that do uh, all the work that we do. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a great staff. It's a great board of directors. Um, we have uh, about 430 plus property owners that, that pay fees into the organization that enable us to do what we do. And that part has expanded over the years. So um, we've, we've grown geographically and then we've also added different uh, property uh, land use categories. Well, you mentioned that you've grown, uh, obviously it's the King of Prussia district. How has it expanded outward? Uh, in what direction has it been going? Uh, so originally we were, we were more uh, about the mall and what used to be called the King of Prussia Business Park. It's mm -hmm. now Moore Park. Um, and then a lot of 202. Uh, that, was, that was the original sort of the geographic boundary of the, of the start of the organization back in 2010. So each, every five years we have to come back to the Board of Supervisors and uh, give them the sort of rundown of what we've done, how we've performed, the metrics of what they've expected, our goals and objectives, et cetera. And then they decide whether or not to renew the organization for an additional five years or more. They have, mm. they have the uh, opportunity to, to do more if they want, but it's been on five-year cycles. Um, so the last time that we were renewed was back in 2020. And at that point, the, uh, the Board of Supervisors expanded our geography to go down into the Renaissance mm -hmm. corporate park yes. area. So it's kind of like the whole eastern side of the township. And they also added, originally we were only commercial properties, like hotels or office buildings or restaurants, nice. retail, that kind of thing. Um, but in 2020, they also added industrial property owners and multifamily residential property owners to the mix of um, assessed properties, meaning they have to pay the fee as well to support our programming. Well, residential uh, actually paying a fee, is, is it a substantial fee or is it something that is it, involved in the It's tax? only multifamily residential. Oh, okay. So it's not an individual resident gotcha. like with a single family house or, or a townhouse or anything like that. So 
the only people who would pay fees that residential fees or it's a commercial operator that's operating an apartment development that's yeah. over 100 units. That's the minimum. It oh, has okay. to be over 100 units. So someone owning a duplex or something? No, yeah, they that would not be affected. Yeah, not at all. No. Yeah, that's why I was curious. I'm like, wow, that's something interesting. And, yeah. But the fees that are coming into play have been put to good use. Yeah, I mean, so that we, we've, we've been able through that expansion and also through growth. So the way we only have two ways to, uh, uh, well, we have three ways we can increase our fee. We can expand our geography, which the township helped us do in 2020. We can expand the types of property owners that pay into the district, which they also did in 2020. Or we can raise our rate, which we've never done since 2010. So we're entering you know, uh, 2023 soon, and we are operating on the same fee structure that we did back in 2010. So we've never raised our, our percentage. Yeah, you hit a good point. Uh, during the pandemic, were there any uh, trials and tribulations that you had to deal with? Not as many as one might think. Yeah. We actually did really well during the oh, pandemic. Um, the property owners, by and large, in, in uh, Upper Marion Township did well um, during the pandemic. We're very lucky that we have an incredibly diverse commercial base. Mm -hmm. So it was, I think that really helped the township weather the storm in terms of retail, restaurants, you know, industrial warehousing, you name it, the type of industry. Um, maybe the hardest hit was our hotel industry. That was the one that we were most concerned about. Um, but they bounced back uh, very strong. And uh, there's a lot of people, uh, not not us, but a lot of other people in, in the county that, that helped do that, like... Uh, you know, the, the tourism and convention board were amazing. And um, I think we weathered the storm really well. Our, our, dist our, our organization didn't suffer in terms of people not being able to pay their fees, like for example, right. you know, everyone was able to do that and carry on. I wouldn't say it was, it was easy for everyone, but, um, but we got through it and now things seem to be really kicking into high gear. Well, as you mentioned, the, the organization has expanded over time uh, I'm curious if like the hotels or restaurants or, or the casino, have they come to you for any insight because of your perspective on how you're uh, putting the, the district together? Yeah, I mean, I think we, um, so we have these five program areas that we work on and that's sort of, you know, our, our area of expertise. And, um, but I think one, one of the things that's not necessarily a program, but something that we bring to the table as an organization here in Upper Marion is the fact that we're a resource. So we're, we have, you know, the, 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 a lot of knowledge about all of these property owners that we work with. A lot of developers come to us um, sort of pitching things, pitching kind of ideas and things like that, mm -hmm. um, asking opinions. Um, same with the township. We work with the township, work with other nonprofit organizations, with things like that. So I think as a resource, yeah. yeah, they do come to us quite often just to see like what we're hearing. You know, right. what, what, what are we hearing out there and how could we help them get some information that maybe they don't have? Yeah, that's that's the thought that came across my mind. You'd be a great resource, especially for yeah. uh, a, a business that wants to set up shop in a hotel or a restaurant. Yeah, especially now with the casino in play, and um, Top Golf has to be another big one too because it's a nice draw to the area. Yeah, I mean, Top Golf is is huge. Entertainment is big in general. Right. So um, if you can bring entertainment venues into your township, it's going to do well. People are always looking for good entertainment. Top Golf is one of those places, you know, brings in six, eight hundred thousand people a year. Yeah. 
uh, and most importantly, it's going to be located over in an area where that can handle that, you know, close to all the highway access, like away from all the residential neighborhoods. It's, it's a good location and uh, it's a great venue. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the, the big point that you have to look at. I guess now the infrastructure with all these people coming in, has it been set up to handle what we're getting at this point? That's the thing we're always working on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot in there to sort of unravel and, and talk about in terms of where you, uh, where you make those kinds of strategic investments to help with long-term planning. But we certainly are involved with a lot of that, yeah. There's a number of different programs that your organization's involved with, the King of Prussia District. There are five different programs. Can you expand upon any of them? Sure. So the programs that we work on were created in 2010 when the organization was started. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> excuse me, those programs were, um, were created by property owners and the township together, which was really interesting. So it was just like, what are we facing at the time? What are the things that we need to work on to you know, take, take our uh, community to the next level? So the five that they put together back in 2010 were marketing and communications, uh, transportation, land use and zoning, physical improvements, and tax policy. So those are the five things that, that we do. Um, typically in business improvement districts, there's a lot of money spent on public safety and on uh, public space maintenance, you know, cleaning operations like right. graffiti and litter removal. And we are very fortunate in Upper Marion Township that we don't have to do uh, or put money into either one of those functions. So yeah, beautification's pretty good. Yeah, so we were able to do these other five that were, um, you know, specific to the to the needs of Upper Marion Township in a, in a more suburban type setting. So those five programs are still the same ones that we do today. And um, you know, I can kind of give you an example of like what we might do in each one of those things. But physical improvements, for example, you know, we do a lot of landscaping projects on on some of the most visible corridors. And our goal there is to sort of beautify these commercial corridors, get rid of a lot of concrete and asphalt that used to exist. Um, the area was, you know, always known, the King of Prussia has always been known as this sort of, you know, highway infrastructure. And it like, looks like a highway. So we like to soften that as much as we can. And we do a lot of uh, landscaping projects that we install and we maintain year round. Um, in marketing and communications, for example, we do a lot of work with sort of raising the profile of King of Prussia um, for some very specific reasons that you know we, we can get into. But generally speaking, it was to sort of resurrect King of Prussia as a as a business location mm -hmm. where it was really excellent at doing that in the 70s and 80s. But in the 90s and the 2000s, there was a lot of competition out there in other suburban uh, areas that really hurt Upper Marion Township. So we put a, a, a big effort in marketing and communications into you know, raising that profile, sort of rebranding again, making sure that people are aware of the fact that this is a great place to live, to work, all that kind of stuff. And tax policy, I'll give another example there of the type of programming we might do. Um, there it's mainly, it's not about, you know, changing tax policy. It's more about monitoring what our competition does. So, so every five years we put out a report, um, in fact, we're going to put another one out soon that shows how we stack up against all the other major commercial centers in the Philadelphia region on a tax basis, like total tax burden on businesses. So we look at all different types of business sizes, all different types, and we look at where Upper Marion fits in 
um, so that there's a story to be told um, about the fact that this is a great location and it's not a high tax, you know, burden right. uh, location and other things that come out of that. So those are the types of programs that we do. And again, all um, in, in that sort of with the with the underlying goal of uh, being a catalyst for economic development and job growth in the township. Well, the one thing you hit on was the landscaping. And the first thing that came to mind, and I think you'd appreciate this because of your background, Disney. Uh, Walt Disney World's really big on that beautification and where yeah. they like to put landscaping in place. And it does make a big difference in the community when you're able to set that up because value of, of real estate increases. Right. It, yeah, there's a number of factors, which I'm sure you're aware of. Is that something that you keep in mind when you're, because I know that's a little bit of your background. So, you know, yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. So, yeah, I, I mentioned that I am a landscape architect by background. So, of course, I have a big interest in doing that. Um, and, and the key to the landscaping portion is, yes, it, you know, it looks beautiful to do that. Yes. Um, but the thing that we focus um, the most effort on is maintenance of it. Because it's one thing to let, and you see it yes. all over the place. People will design it, they'll build it, and then they kind of forget yeah, about it. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like a weedy mess. Yes. Um, you know, not, nothing's taken care of. There's garbage all over the place. Um, the one thing that we are adamant about is everything that we build, we maintain. And we make sure that we have money in our budget for that maintenance and to do it right. So we have crews that are out there on, on Allendale Road, on 202, on Mall Boulevard, in Renaissance Corporate Park, um, First Avenue, like all of the places that we've done uh, major landscaping projects out on Route 76. Um, they're out there uh, 52 weeks of the year. So they are, even in the non-growing season, they're still out there, uh, you know, pulling any kind of winter weeds, picking up trash in the beds, because that that's the key to the Disney part. Right. Yeah. It's not the implementation of it, it's the maintenance, maintenance. of it that makes the difference. So we're, we're real sticklers about that. Yeah, I don't know if people know that when the park shuts down, there's a whole crew that comes in at night. Yeah. Things are repainted, yeah. things are weeded, the whole nine yards. So I'm We sure unfortunately don't have that, that crew. Can, right. We don't have the overnight crew. Well, speaking of projects, though, I'm curious, is there any projects that are near and dear to your heart that you really take a lot of personal pride in? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot, but I think um, I think one, one of the projects that, that we really love is the linear park that we're doing up in Moore Park. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, bec- I'll step back just slightly. It's because the history in the commercial areas in, in Upper Marion Township is that sidewalks weren't built. Mm-hmm. So there was no pedestrian connection between property owners. It's always been great in the residential areas. Walkways, sidewalks have always been required in any kind of residential development, so they're very well connected. But once you move into the business parks, it's not. It, hardly, a, hardly a property owner can get to the next property you know, without walking in the street. So um, we, we came up with this idea probably seven, eight years ago where we, we wanted to figure out some kind of a way to not just connect these property owners, but do it in a way that would really be a great asset for residents and employees and visitors. And that was to build this multimodal trail where it was a really wide walkway that could be used for bicycles, could be used for walking, skateboarding, whatever, running, um, that was beautifully landscaped, that had trash receptacles, that had lighting, that had benches, that had you know seating areas. And we've worked really, really hard to start the construction of this thing. It's a, it's a three-phase project on First Avenue. Uh, we built the first phase. The second phase is currently being built, be done by the end of this year. 
and the third phase we're in the process of raising money for. We, we, the way it works is the, the bid through our fees pay for the engineering and design work, and then we go after grant money. So it's been a, the construction has all been 100% grant funded. Okay. Uh, is it difficult to put grant proposals together? Because I know there's a science behind that, it's right? It's very difficult. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I mean, there's money out there, but, um, you know, there's a lot of, like, sort of nuances you to are. the types of communities that can get these grants and how you can go about. So we've managed to sort of, you know, work with the township, work on our own, work with other entities to figure out how to sort of pool all those resources together in the right way. And so far, it's been really successful. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. I, I know you mentioned transportation. A thing that I just heard about that's becoming very popular, and I'm curious if you've dealt with this yet, is the, um, it's the, almost like the uh, driverless jitneys mm -hmm. that go around the community. Is that something that you foresee in the future here? It's not something that we've been involved with. Um, there are other organizations out here that are very involved with that kind of thing. I imagine we're going to see that at some point. Right. I even, I even, I think the Commonwealth passed uh, a law recently that yes. allows for driverless vehicles on the road. So, yes. yeah, I mean, we're going to see that for sure. The technology is there, and it's just a matter of time. I was asking you a little bit about some of the events and fundraisers that happen in the King of Prussia district. Can you, I guess, segregate what one is compared to the other? Yeah, sure. So we do a lot of events. We have a very busy <laughs> event calendar, and in 2023, for sure, we've expanded a lot of things. Um, some of the events are kind of, uh, they're, they're general um, events that are for the, the community. And they're not, they're not only for um, the stakeholders of the district. So I should you know, point that out. It's like most of the events that we have are open for residents, for mm -hmm. anybody to be able to come and enjoy them. Things like our Wellness Wednesdays um, event, which is like a, it's a week long kickoff. And then we have these, this series of well, wellness events that we do all around the township um, where we bring in, you know, retailers and other people to, mm -hmm. to help us out with this um, sort of themed event. Um, we do uh, other events like the Food Truck Tuesday events. It's a, another one that's, you know, it's not a fundraising type event. It's just for people to be able to get out, to experience these food trucks periodically, um, to have live music. To, it's a, you know, it's a social yeah. thing. Right. Then we also have these these other events that are geared more for like our stakeholders, like our property owners. Like we do uh, business networking events, um, which is uh, you know like our annual report release. It's an annual thing we do every spring, um, and then we do these sort of mixed, uh, smaller type events. At least in 2023, we're going to be doing that. We sort of spread them around the township and in places, but that's much more of like a business networking type of thing. So right, different yeah. different markets that we're targeting. Then we also do a ton of um, major fundraising events for various groups. Okay. So the, the biggest one is our is King of Prussia Restaurant Week and King of KOP Shops for Chop. It's a, it's a dual event, um, but the, the bottom line is that it raises money for the children's hospital facility that they built here in King of Prussia, which is amazing. You know, it's the, the first uh, inpatient hospital CHOP has ever built outside of University City. Right. We're so happy to have it here in Upper Marion. We do this major fundraiser um, through this restaurant week, which is supported by so many people, and the contributions are, are pretty large. I mean, routinely sixty-five to $75,000 a year. It's, wow. it's, a, it's a really nice fundraiser. The other fundraiser, fundraisers that we do, one is for the Upper Marion uh, first responders. 
So every year we uh, do um, provide meals during the appreciation week. Mm -hmm. um, we provide two meals a day to police, fire, and, and EMT service oh. here in Upper Marion. Very nice. All through corporate sponsorships, uh, incredibly generous corporate sponsors. Uh, and then the restaurants are you know, providing these meals, all these different restaurants from throughout mm -hmm. Upper Marion. Um, great attendance at these. We, we do them down at one of the firehouses in town. And it's a really great event. And at the end, any anything that we have over and above what we need to pay for the meals, we donate to um, public safety. And this particular year, we donated $3,000 in addition to all these meals and, uh, and other fun things like chair massages <laughs> that we do for them during the week. And then the third fundraiser that we do um, is for the Upper Marion Area Community Cupboard. And that is something that we call Igloo Garden on the Green. So it's part of our annual food drive, which um, takes place every November. And then for one week during that November time period, um, we do this Igloo Garden on the Green down at the town center where we build these igloos. People can reserve them. They pay uh, a fee, $15 per person for up to an hour. They bring their food from whatever restaurant they want. And it's a, it's a, you know, a takeout experience. So mm -hmm. they go into these igloos, they're heated, they're, ah, that's they're cool. lit up, yeah. they reserve them. And we actually raise quite a bit of money for the community cupboard in addition to um, you know, the, the 20 boxes of uh, food collection sites that we have all over the township. So it's, it's a big event. So that's kind of like, you know, that's sort of the rundown on all the events. We have you know, the big ones, like beer fest, yes. uh, it's probably our biggest one, and then uh, on down to these like. Yeah, I think smaller. that's when I first met you. Uh, you came in to discuss beer fest, and that's been over ten years ago. Has it progressed as you? Yeah, planned I mean, it to be? yeah, it's just an incredible event. We we love it. I mean, it became it's a signature event, and you know this this past year we had almost three thousand people wow. attend. Uh, we do it's a it's a two part type event. We're Thursday night. Um, what used to be kind of started as a corporate happy hour, but then it became a, a favorite of local residents. <laughs> so it's it, no longer that, which we're happy with because that, that event has doubled in size. We, we bring in almost a thousand people now on Thursday night for this really incredible, all-inclusive um, sort of tasting and drinking event. And then on Saturday is the more typical beer festival um, where uh, this past year we had a little over 1,600 people attend. And that that is, um, you know, where you have over 100 different right. beers There's... and 50 different vendors, and then you have all these food vendors. It's been really successful. It's, it's been a great it's, event. It's a very electric atmosphere. Yeah, too. yeah. You know, yeah. people are buzzing around, having a really good time. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> well, I know since that was one of the first things, uh, do you have any, like, future uh, insight on what you plan to doing, uh, doing, you know, later in the year or next year? Yeah, sure. I mean, so, you know, again, we have five programs, so there's like something in each program, of right. course, right? But I'll hit, I'll hit two of them. One, one of them is in marketing and communications, and that's in addition to events. One of our big focuses has always been to try to, to rebuild King of Prussia as a headquarters location. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, it was 70s and 80s, as right. I mentioned earlier, um, but then that kind of fell off and we really became a sort of back office operation where you know, we're, we're struggling. We weren't, we weren't getting headquarters locations picking King of Prussia anymore. So we, we've had a number of campaigns over the last 12 years where we've worked on trying to correct that. And right now we're running a campaign that's called HQKOP. That's targeted directly to C-suite executives, to site selection companies, mm -hmm. um, to try to to gain um, you know the 
corporate headquarters locations right. again. Now we've been incredibly successful. We've probably put 25 to 30 corporate headquarters in King of Prussia in the last 10, 12 years. So it's been great, but we don't want to stop. You know, right. we really, we want to keep that going. So that's on the marketing and communication side. On the physical improvement side, I'll touch on that one too. One thing that we are, as I mentioned before, we are really focused on is improving the pedestrian environment in both of the corporate parks. So Moore Park, which again used to be the old King of Prussia Business Park, and then Renaissance Corporate Park. We are very focused on, on putting the design and engineering stuff in place that will enable us to raise money to build these multimodal trails that we can connect people, connect properties. In the case of Renaissance Corporate Park, connect the corporate park to Hughes Park, which is the existing train station that's over there that people yep. can walk to, but it's not an easy walk. Um, and then do the same in Moore Park. Um, we have this vision where we're completing this First Avenue linear park. We are now working on the Moore Road sweat stretch, and we want to uh, connect that up to the brand new Schuylkill River Trail West that the township built that goes right into Valley Forge National Historical Park. We have this golden opportunity to make that connection. Um, it'll be an incredible resource for residents, for employees, for visitors, you name it. So that's really what we're, that, those are the biggest things I think we're focused on for 2023 and beyond. Uh, that's awesome. Because like, you mentioned Linear Park a few times. Um, what does that consist of, just out of curiosity? So it, it is the Linear Park on First Avenue anyway, is mm -hmm. we're building it on both sides of the road. So when it's complete, that will be a 2.6 mile loop. That's a 10 to 12 foot wide asphalt path that can be used for biking, running, walking. Yep. Um, landscaped, we have um, uh, solar lights every 50 feet in there, pedestrian lights, trash cans that we maintain, benches that we maintain, all new uh, bus shelters. Um, we, we built a pedestrian uh, crosswalk on First Avenue to improve safety with the flashers mm -hmm. and improved landscaping and uh, you know painted crosswalk. Um, restriped um, the roadway to make it safer for the way the cars turn in and out of properties and stuff like that. So those are really the elements, those are the main amenities that make up the linear park. So when it's complete, it'll be this big, big loop, loop that people can use as a recreational resource. Oh, that's phenomenal. Uh, one last question. If someone's watching this program and they want to share their insights, thoughts, ask you a question, how would they go about doing so? Well, they can always uh, email directly um, mm -hmm. to the bid in general at info at kopbid.com. Um, they could uh, go on our website, which is visitkop.com, and all of this information is on there, including our contact information. They can come in and visit us at the atrium. We're at uh, 234 Mall Boulevard, Suite 150. Okay. Uh, we love to have people come to the office, so those are probably three best ways. That's awesome. Well, Eric, it's great seeing you again. Great having you as a guest. Nice seeing you too. I appreciate Continued it. Continued success in your role. Eric Goldstein, he's the president and CEO of the King of Prussia District. From all of us here at UMGA Television, I'd like to thank you for watching.